Welcome everybody to uh, London Football Fans Podcast. Um, joining me tonight is Danny Fitter and Matthew Bristow. I'm Gary Smith. And we are talking about a topic that has been rumbling under for the last few weeks between us and how we were going to approach this. And it is, I'm going to use the term, and, and it will be bleeped out, but football's biggest <laughs> houses. <laughs> so um, you might refer to them as wind-up merchants, as uh, the masters of the dark arts within football. Um, we're looking, and this is a purely um, opinion-based poll here, but for our top 10 of uh, football's biggest wind-up merchants, houses, um, basic scumbags that opposition <laughs> fans ha- love to hate. Um, so we've decided to do it in a top 10 format. Um, we have had a bit of a discussion beforehand to see that we're not crazy, crazily way off each other. Um, so, so what we're going to do, we're going to run down each, we'll each do our, our top 10, um, and then we'll, we'll talk about the individuals that we have in common first and foremost. So, um, guys, who would like to go first? Go on, Danny boy. Danny. Okay, so um, my my top ten. Should I start ten to one or one to ten? What would you? Uh, let's go. Let's go ten to one. Let's go okay. 10 to one. So ten to one. At number ten, I've got Scott Brown, uh, Celtic midfielder. Um, number nine, no surprises in uh, top ten for, for for this. Robbie Savage. Number eight, Dennis Wise. Number seven, Sergio Ramos. Number six, Marco Matarazzi. Number five, Joey Barton. Number four, now this is going to come back to haunt me a few times about the pronunciation, but Sinisa Mihailovic. I've been worried about that. Uh, <laughs> Luis Suarez, number three. Number two, I've got. Craig Bellamy, and number one, for me, there's only one, it's <laughs> El Hadju. Wow, wow. That is, a, that is a team full of hatred. Yeah, not, not to mention my manager is uh, Mr. Colin <laughs> um, Neil Warnock. Oh, God, what a lovely fella. Yeah. Wow. I, I think we're going to see a running trend here with some of these names. Mm. Um, Matthew, would you like to run down your 10 to 1? I will, yeah. I, I, I just have to start. Because I can't believe how difficult this has been to do. Because when we've been discussing this over the last few weeks, the first names that came to mind were, were Boya and Deli Alley. And neither of them have even made my top 10. So it just proves how many annoying footballers there are. Obviously, there's it's a discussion as well, isn't it, about whether it's their pantomime baddies like the savages or just truly unlikable like Nasri or players like that so but anyway sorry I, I waffle on my top 10 are manager manager is Diego Simeone um I would have had him in the team as a player but just as a manager he's just as unlikable um <laughs> he's I've even got, worse he is yeah <laughs> uh, I've got uh Matarazzi number 10 uh Zlatan Ibrahimovic I'm sure people will question that one I've got Pepe uh from Portugal and then Luis Suarez, Scott Brown, the same as Dan, Craig Bellamy, Sergio Ramos, 
Earl Hedge Juice comes in at number three. Diego Costa and the very interesting Joey Barton at number one. He's an interesting fellow, uh, Joseph Barton. Uh, unlikable to the nth degree, I've got to say. <laughs> um, again, Matt, a team, you know, there's some common names there already and you're going to see some more when I do my rundown. Simeone, interesting as a manager, he has, he's almost become more unlikable, hasn't he? I wonder if that's just a, a thing with age, though, that we get more unlikable. I think I am. Um, <laughs> but that's just my opinion. I'll give you my, my 10. Um, so number 10, uh, same as you, Matthew, actually, Marco Materazzi, um, Italian World Cup winner, notorious World Cup winner. My number nine is Sergio Busquets, and I'll explain that a little bit later on. Sergio Ramos has uh, appeared, I think, in all of our teams. Same as Luis Suarez. I've got a little bit older school here with Dennis Wise at number six, I think that is. At number six, yeah. Uh, then Craig Bellamy, Robbie Savage, and a top three made up of El Juf, Diego Costa, and Joey Barton. So we, we I can say El Juf, Diego <laughs> Costa, Joey Barton. Uh, are pretty uh, unpopular. Yeah. <laughs> Not on many people's Christmas card list. <laughs> the unanimous decisions there. Yeah. Um, my manager is the uh, the effervescent Jose Mourinho who <laughs> takes Housery um, to the top, top, top level. <laughs> so let, let's start uh, um, let's start with Marco Materazzi. So he, he's appeared in all three of our teams. Um, Matthew and I both have him at 10th. Danny, you have him at, um, is that 6th there? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6. So, Matarazzi, the thing that he's most famous for, so a glittering career, he won the treble in, in 2010 of, um, you know, the Italian League, the Italian Cup and the Champions League under Jose Mourinho. Um, but the thing that he's most famous for is, of course, saying something to Zinedine Zidane, arguably the best player in the world at that time, in his very final game, the World Cup final, the biggest stage on earth, causing Zidane <laughs> to headbutt Matarazzi in the chest, of all places. Yeah. Never quite understood why in the chest, but um, some sort of racial slur against uh, Zidane's arm or sister, wasn't it? Yeah, it was his yeah. sister, something like that. So, Marco Matarazzi, I mean, we couldn't go this sort of list without having an Italian. Um, they've got to be right up there over the years of, of, of this type of gamesmanship. Um, what are your thoughts on Matarazzi, guys? I read a, a journalist had written about him once, and it just I think this sums him up perfectly. But provoke, then croak, and I just think that's perfect about him. He's just an absolute wind-up merchant. As soon as anyone reacts to him, he's all over the floor, rolling around as if he's been poleaxed. So for me, that's perfect. Provoke, then croak. Provoking Craig, so wind them up so much that they hit him, and then he rolls around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I can see that. So that's me. He, he's, I mean, he's a, a brilliant defender. Like, and actually, a lot of these names we mentioned today are brilliant footballers, aren't they? There's, there's only yeah. a couple in there that are, are pretty mediocre, but the rest are superb. But, but Matarazzi, yeah, as you said, World Cup winner. So, um, but yeah, it's just part of his game, isn't it? It just is part of his game. He, I don't think any of it's premeditated. I think it's just, that's what he does. That is it mm. constantly, yeah. yeah. Um, I don't think he's thought he, about it. So. Is that kind of bloke who, you know, that cliche of 
helping someone up and pinching their armpits kind of at the same time. <laughs> yeah. He's, yeah. He, you know, he's, he's a strong, strong mm. lad. Um, but yeah, exactly. You, you couldn't have put it, you know, any better. He is exactly that, you know, just horrible, horrible, horrible man. Uh, so, and the fact he ruins Zinedine's yeah. like, oh, yeah. yeah. attack. One of the best footballers ever. I think we all thought France were going to win that World Cup final. I mean, Zidane chipped a penalty in off the crossbar in the first minute. You know, yeah. he, was, he was at his very best, on, on, you know, it was all set for him. And yeah, Matarazzi, uh, oh, I don't know what he said to him, pretty annoyed him. Um, yeah. And as you said, Matt, he was a good player, Matt Ratsy. Um You can't get to that level without being you know, pretty good, pretty good. But he, he was at Everton for a while as well, wasn't he? He was, he was yeah, yeah. I don't actually. really remember that. I remember, I remember, I've seen it listed, but I can't remember him playing it, to be fair. Did yeah, he, yeah. He had a pretty really... bad disciplinary record, if, I'm, if I remember rightly. But, um... Yeah, he just did everything that, you know, he's known in the world of football, but just mm. at Goodison. Because so... I, 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 love, I love Italian football. Um, and I love it. it's about defending. I know people find it a bit boring. It's a bit chess-like, isn't it, the way it's done? But they don't always, Italian defenders don't always seamlessly fit into the English game, do they? Just because, just the pace we tend, yeah. yeah, defend, strikers tend to run down the channels, don't they, and stuff, and defenders don't cope with it quite as well, but yeah. I mean, I'm not, I'm not the biggest fan of Italian football, but I can appreciate that defend first and build from the back. It's just not very exciting to watch at times, is it? Yeah. Well, you're an Arsenal fan, Gaz, so... Um, <laughs> well, we used to be. We used to be terrible. Day, we used to be terrible with that sort of thing. Um, Danny, let's talk about Scott Brown. You've got him at, at number 10 in your list. So Scott Brown is the Celtic captain currently? That's right. I, I would say Scotland's uh, king rat, Pantamon Baerty. Um He just, you know, he's a good player for them and, and, and for, for Scotland on an international level. He's, he's tough and get stuck in but just constant constant wind up is in referees faces in their ears provoking the crowd yeah. he is always on the edge he's like volatile yeah. he's, but, do you know do you know what he, he is one of those if he plays for your team or is your mate he is superb isn't he if, yeah. if, if you don't like him one little bit or don't know him well enough you're going to hate him every yeah. game i ever see him in the hard man from the other team try and take him out and he just laughs it off and then gets them back and he's just because he, he does give and take as well he, t- he takes yeah. a fair way the Scottish game's quite rough isn't it um, yeah, I'd say it's, uh, if anything it's a bit more robust than the English game yeah it is Yeah, yeah. So you, agricultural uh, I think is the word yeah, yeah. Um, it's all that iron brew but he, and, um, and he has an impressive death stare as well which is <laughs> just, again you know turning you know, people to stone. Like, just... I don't think I don't, I don't you've ever seen a clip one of the defenders makes a good challenge on him and like starts to get in Scott, Scott Brown's face. And Scott Brown like starts cheering for him because he's like, <laughs> tackle. And, like it's, it's that sort of thing that makes me uh, giggle about yeah. it. It's just, just brilliant. Like he'd be a brilliant, he is a Christmas time bomb, isn't he? He'd be your mate in the yeah. pub. You'd always be a yeah. little bit scared he's going to throw the pint glass over your face. But um but he, yeah, exactly. Power. You know, one too many um, rum and iron brews, and he's <laughs> he's off. Yeah, I mean, I've, I you know, I try not to watch Scottish football if I can help it, but um, obviously the old firm games. Um, you know, he does sort of stamp his authority in the game. He's not a bad player. 
he's probably the worst player on any of our lists. To I be think fair. you're right, guys. I was going to say that he's the most mediocre of the players. Um, but I mean, that he's league a is a serial winner, though. He's a serial yeah. winner. You know, I mean, I know it is Scotland, but you know, he's won titles. He's won everything to win up there, and maybe it's just that winning mentality at all costs. But I think one of you mentioned about the a few robust challenges went in two two players tried to really take him out and he ended up pulling his shorts up and walking yeah, in a, yeah, a bit so of a, a white boy like a gorilla yeah, yeah. maybe he is a tough guy a yeah a uh, i think he definitely is but he has had uh a little bit i know we all we haven't kind of got to him yet but he did kind of put El had to for this place. So kind of for me, I've got a little bit of a, a um, yeah. warm, a kind of warm feeling for him. But um, you're right. I don't, yeah, I, don't still... dis- I, I don't dislike Scott Brown. I suppose it's because no. I've got no affiliation to Scottish football. I suppose if he, if he's someone I'd seen him play against Palace, then I'd probably hate him. But he, he um, did it's quite he, comical. He, he did put El had in his place and Jerry Barton. Uh, yeah. 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 He. he, he... I think they only got to play once against each other, and uh, yeah, absolutely. Joe Barton was giving it all the big and you know really building it up. Him and Scott Brown, and Brown just brushed him aside, genuinely brushed him aside. You know there was nothing. That when was that when Joe Barton was French? I think no, he, no, no, he no, just Rangers. finished being French. Finished <laughs> <laughs> he returned to QPR and then moved on. I know he went somewhere else as well. We'll talk about Joe Barton later. Um, <laughs> was, was, um, was, sorry, just to go back to that, but was um, Steve McLaren the, obviously the, the um, Dutch, Dutch Steve manager. McLaren, was he ever manager of, of the French Joey Barton? <laughs> um, <laughs> no, that would be good. I don't think he was. Different pod. <laughs> yeah, that is a yeah, different, different pod, um, I'll look it up. Um, let's move on. So... Um, I'll go to I'll go to my list. My number nine that I've got on here is um, Sergio Busquets. So you guys haven't got him in any of your lists, but um, I'll give you my reasons. So, so Barcelona player, Spanish international. He's won everything you, you can win in the game: the World Cup, European Championships, Champions League, all the Spanish trophies. But oh, he just he's done things over the years. You know those innocuous little knocks. While constantly fouling the other team, yeah. you, know, you know, you walk past the telly and he falls over his face. And notoriously in the Champions League semi-final against Mourinho's Inter Milan, I think he got someone sent off um, and was holding his face while looking through his fingers. The classic house move. That, uh, that is a real house move. Right, yeah. it is. I've got he's, him in there for that. He is, he's, I mean, he's obviously a massively talented footballer, but yeah, you're right. It's that thing about him diving around. Like he's, he's known amongst his teammates. I, I don't know if it was Messi or one of the guys, but he's always renowned as being the most streetwise of their team. Uh, yeah. That's just a way of saying that he's the, the best cheat. But, yeah. um, but he's got that thing where he's like, always professes his innocence as soon as anything's oh. happened, isn't he? You know, that sort me? of... Me? Oh, oh, me? Oh, oh me? Yeah. But, um, but yeah, he's got that about him, which really drives me. But I haven't fitted, fitted him in. But he's a great shout, guys. He's he's got to be in there, isn't he? In our top, our top twelve. In, in, in our top thirty, in. he'll get into our top thirty. I think. <laughs> um, moving back across our, our board here, across the number nine um, place, um, Matthew, you've got Zlatan Ibrahimovic. Now, Zlatan is a, a truly, 
I mean, he's a great player, genuinely yeah. great player over the years. And he's certainly not short of confidence. How, how, how did you fit him into to your list? He, I, I, to be fair, I love him as a footballer. Um, you know, you know, when you see footballers live, you get to see them once in a while, and you're like, wow, they really are. So there's only a couple of players in my life that that's happened to. One was Burkham. Um, but Ibrahimovic, when, when United came to Palace, honestly, he made every other player on the pitch look like kids really? playing in a man's. He was just out of this world, different level. Um, and I just thought, the thing about him, he's got this arrogance, isn't he? Absolute arrogance. You know, there's always loads of jokes, isn't there, about, oh, Zatan doesn't wash, water washes him, and all this stupidness about how he... Zlatan is about didn't he get Didn't he get interviewed and say that he would stay at Paris Saint-Germain if they put a statue of him rather than the Eiffel Tower? Silly. <laughs> all this arrogance. But he's got enough talent to, to back it. And I suppose that's what makes it so... Because even... He's not really hated by other players, is he? Because they just... You, you, you try and get annoyed with him, try and get in his face, and he's just going to score a worldie, isn't he? He's got <laughs> unbelievable goals. And it, I imagine he's hard as now. Yeah, as well. he's a tough guy, isn't he? Yeah, you, you watch it, he's massive, isn't he? And he's just... All his goals, like, karate goals, like Whoa. kung fu in the air. And it's funny he's just saying. a guy... Because the guy is just insane. So, um, but but he's such an arrogant tit. Yes. That, that that's it. But yeah, it's a tough one for me. I've only got him in there for that reason. His arrogance. Well, I mean, I've read his autobiography, and you you say about the karate. He's a black belt in. Oh, is he? Like, yeah. So that's how he's so acrobatic. You know, with the overhead kicks and the flicks. You know, he trained and, and got the black belt in whichever martial art it was. Um, but he, he, he has also had a run-in with Joey Barton when they played in France. Um, <laughs> and Joey Barton, I can't remember, I think um, he accused Latan of throwing an elbow in a challenge. And then Zlatan, Zlatan said to him, who are you? you know, who are you? Um, to question the great Zlatan. And, uh, <laughs> Joey Barton proceeded to make like a big nose gesture. <laughs> that really put him in his place. I mean, Le, Le Grand, yeah. Le Grand knows. He went on to score a hat trick against the Barton Marseille team. Um, but I can, I can understand why Zlatan could be unlikable. Um, but he is, I mean, he's super good, you know, talented player over the years. Yeah, that, that goal he scored for Sweden against England was just unbelievable. Oh, it? I think that's the best goal I've ever seen. Because he meant yeah. it's not like he didn't mean it. No, no, he meant element it, yeah. of luck, but yeah. who scores no head kick from forty yards? Yeah, no, no you're right. It's just just probably slips in second behind uh, Townsend's for Palace against City. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. that's the best. I'm that's the best goal ever. Uh, uh, I, I, I've got to say, I know again, going off tangent, best goal, Marco van Basten, European Cup final. Uh, good, but not oh, nowhere near, nowhere near that. Another pod. We'll, we'll, we'll do that. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Danny, we're going to look at your number nine here, who has appeared, who appears in, I think, oh no, it doesn't, Matthew doesn't have him, but what, uh, you and I both have Robbie Savage. So you've got him at, at number nine. Um, yeah. I'm a bit higher up than that. Um, tell me about Robbie Savage. Oh, just, again, <laughs> I think if he, if, if he played for your team, you kind of love him. It's a kind of love, hate relationship you'd, you'd have you know he, he he's actually not a bad footballer um 
you know, works hard. He wasn't a bad footballer at all, really. No, it's tidy, yeah. Tidy. He came through the Man yeah. United Academy, didn't he? He was, he was in the 92. I yeah, he was in the class of 92, wasn't he? Yeah. But uh, he, he was always on the edge of just a, a proper wind-up. You know, he, he got people sent off. You know, uh, uh, again, I think we've said in, in past pods about, you know, the amount of times he got a smack in the face from a ref, um, <laughs> which was always great. But, yeah, he, he was just always on the cusp, just like a little kind of wasp, just yeah. annoying, petulant, horrible bloke yeah, with, like, real... dyed blonde hair that was just stuck out a million miles. I was going to say, in was it the hair? <laughs> He's yeah. like about his hair. He's a real agitator, isn't he? Because he's like, yeah. But he's, he's. I say he's. He's a likable. Yeah, one, isn't he? You can tell he's got a sense of humour. Yeah. And it, and as much as he he obviously does take himself seriously, he can laugh at himself. But he's just a winder. Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. A total winder. Um. Yeah. So so for me, he, he's he's in there. Uh, I can't really. Sort of say too much because he didn't have that many red cards. He wasn't in his career. It was, it was quite un, you know, um, kind of. It was quite shocking when I looked how little he'd been kind of sent off. But I'd like to know the stat of how many people he got sent off. Yeah, yeah. I think that's why I've got him in my list, Dan, because he was an antagonizer. He would antagonize people. He'd make those little, you know, he'd just clip someone's heel, and then that would. You know that would annoy him, and, and and then they'd end up getting sent off for doing something to him. Yeah, I mean, or, or he'd, he'd kick the old kind of you know lift the ankles up and and do a bit of a swan dive, and yeah. you know he'd, he'd theatrics. <clears throat> he, he was, as I say, you'd love him on your team, and then he done the whole. Didn't he do the move from Birmingham to Blackburn um, because he said he wanted to be closer to to Wales, and they, he was actually <laughs> as the crow flies about ten miles further away, so. Um, yeah, I, I, I think he's, I think he's actually quite, quite all right. But he's in there. Um, yeah. But yeah, proper pantomime baddie, King Rat again. He's, he's in there. But yeah, proper pantomime baddie for me. Um, he, I think he had a, a running battle with um, Justin Edinburgh, God uh, bless his soul, who um, when that in the League Cup final. And the that's thing, right. He, I think he, he ended up getting Justin Edinburgh sent off. But afterwards. Um, Robbie Savage just had the great biggest bit of snot hanging out of his nose. The camera <laughs> zoomed in on him, and I think that's just put me off him. <laughs> those, those things. Uh, Talking about his nose, and I know I'm not one to talk about noses, but didn't he break his nose on like Dancing on Ice or something? Wasn't he on one of those programs? Strictly, wasn't he? Strictly, was he? <laughs> well, Dylan yeah, Bruce Thorns, actually. Good game. He wound up Dylan Dublin, and Dylan Dublin nutted him. Yeah. Yes, he did. That's right. <laughs> yeah, Dylan Dublin used his head. That was Birmingham versus Villa, wasn't it? That was. Yeah. That was so Holmes there. under the hammer, Christmas too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the BBC <laughs> Christmas chimney. Uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, Robbie Savage. He's he's on two of our lists there. Danny, we'll stay with you. Another another player that um, I've got on my list, Dennis Wise. Um, oh, it, Dennis oh. Wise had. Little man syndrome. Just again, another annoying little nap kind of waspy kind of bloke who'd buzz around and just always have a smirk, snidey, yeah. again, a snidey little kind of house man. Um, 
Yeah, no, absolutely. Mm. Um, not a bad, you know, a, a good player, and yeah, has quite a stellar career, really. Mm. From what from where he came from and, and what he did when he was at Wimbledon and, and so on. But just yeah, just so annoying. You'd you'd wanna, you'd, you'd almost kind of want someone to to actually take him out. But mm. he was always one step ahead. You know, he, he never really got clattered clattered much, or he he was never. You know, never in the thick of it. He'd start it, and then he would kind of, you know, himself. Did he ever ever fight with a whole of the Arsenal team once? (laughs) I think he did, yeah. Well, yeah, I I think he had nowhere to go. Yeah. Now, he had a challenge. It was was Pires, wasn't it? It was Raul Pires, and and Henri came and backed up Pires. Then it just kicked off the whole Arsenal team versus Dennis Wise. I think that was when he was at Leicester, so he'd, he'd left Chelsea. Obviously, he was the pantomime baddie at, at that time. So, the Arsenal fans. Was that with Savage at that uh, time? I don't know. I think. Because, I mean, if, if you had Savage there as as well as Wise. Oh, I'll have to, that's we'll have to fact check that. I'll have to fact check that. But he, Dennis Wise is very funny because he wasn't a bad player again. He was quite a decent player. And as you said, Danny, he had what ultimately was a stellar career. You know, he captained Chelsea for a long time. Winning yeah. cups, you know, the European, I think he won the Cup Winners' Cup with them and well, stuff like that. They, they had teams, you know, they had players coming in, you know, Rude Hullet and so on. He was still captain. Yeah. And um, he only played know, a handful of games for England, but I was actually quite pleased when he played for England that England actually had someone like him. Um, you know, we've never really played with that type of player. You know, the other, the other international teams have always been able to wind us up and we've, we've yeah. got one of theirs as such. But, um, and he was possibly keeping Colton Palmer out of the team as well, so that was probably... <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was positive. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's brilliant. He, he beat up a taxi, Dennis Wise. Was he, he kicked a taxi or something? Oh, yeah, he did get in the press. Oh, yeah, he got in trouble for that, didn't he? With a <clears> taxi driver or... But he was What's a proper wind-up merchant. He, he, I remember um, when, it, when the Manchester United team were all conquering. I mean, they just won the treble and they went down to Chelsea and Chelsea beat them 5-0. But Nicky Buck got sent off um, because he, him and Dennis Wise went into a 50-50 challenge. And as they were getting up, you know, there no, nothing wrong with the challenge, but a full-blooded 50-50. And Dennis Wise pinched the inside of Nicky Buck's leg and so Nicky <laughs> Buck kicked him, got himself sent off. Yeah, nice. Standing there grinning like a Cheshire cat. Yeah, well, again, ultimate <laughs> house, really, isn't it? Yeah, that's, that's why he's there. Textbook <laughs> house. Um, yeah. Yeah, I'll, I'll <laughs> um, Let's move on to Matt's number. Who we got there? Is that number eight? Pepe. Oh, Pepe, Pepe, Pepe. Oh, mate. Pepe, he is. He is. is he in house, or is he just a, a psychopath? Because um, this is there's a, a difference. One, a smiling, a smiling psychopath. Yeah, he just. Uh, he, I mean, he's savage. Some of the stuff that he's done. Because well, the mad thing about Pepe for me, he's absolutely horrendous challenges. He really goes out to hurt people. Really off the ball stuff and blah blah. blah. And then when he gets here, you know, like we we're talking about Scott Brown, who will give and take, give and take. Whereas Pepe will give, give, give. And then he's one. He gets a little tap, and he's rolling around. Yeah, <laughs> rolling around. he's both ends of shit housery. Yeah, you know what I mean, he, he he goes out to hurt people, and then you know, cheat, and as if he's been, oh, as if he's been shot every time a ball comes near him and stuff. 
And uh, you know he's a strong player. He's won massive tournaments and stuff. So, I mean, you know he's a brilliant player. The scary thing about Pepe was him and Ramos played in the same team together. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It's just That's a... horrendous. Um, but... One of them is going to get sent off. <laughs> yeah, but but as I say, he's, I see how I describe him. He's, he's a, like a he's a versatile cheat. He'll just he'll he'll foul his way through a game, or if that ain't working, he'll cheat his way through the game. Do you know mm. what I mean? He's just um, that's for me. Pepe is uh, one of those players that has to be in there. Mm. Um, and I mean, with him and Ronaldo, they've got Portugal to yeah. winning tournaments, haven't they? Do you know what I mean? Mm. Through those two, really. I know that's a a statement, but through those two players, they've done it, haven't they? So um, yeah. anyway. That's mm. Pepe for me. He, he mm. has to be in there because he is the epitome of shithousery. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's funny. You mentioned Sergio Ramos. I think all three of us have got Sergio Ramos on, on our list. I've got him at him at number eight. You guys have got him a bit higher. Danny, you've got him at seven. Matt, you've got yep. him at four. Um, I mean, what is there to say about the guy? What has he had? 26 red cards? Yeah. I, mean, I mean, he... he I understand taking one for the team, you know, and being a, a central defender, sometimes he's the last man. You have to make that challenge. But Jesus, some of the challenges and, you know, I mean, what did he deliberately hurt Salah in the European Cup final, in the, in the Champions League yeah. final? Because it, that would be I, I think 100%, 100%. I watched that at a time and I thought <laughs> they've talked about that pre-game his first action to do is to make you know like when in crappy old Sunday league you used to be like their yeah, best player you'd, you'd yeah. hurt them let them know you're there type thing it was like that in a skillful clever yeah the way he hooked his arm to yeah to do that taking just, him down yeah, yeah it was just and obviously those they're moving it and the way he'd done it so he couldn't get in trouble for it and it was just that that was Real master of the dark arts, that was. There's that some was... sort of Madrid MMA sort of bloke <laughs> who's got hold of him and sort of said, yeah, that this is how you can get. He didn't get booked for that, did he? No, no, no. Arm around his shoulder. Oh, I'm sorry. Sorry, yeah, mate. It's only in slow motion you can see how savage it is. Mm. Obviously, at full pace, it just looks like a shoulder to shoulder challenge. But, um, but yeah, he's that is a real master. And that's definitely premeditated. That was thought about before in the chamber. And we're going to take out Salah because Salah was. The best player in the world at the time when that game was coming up. He was on a hot goal scoring streak. Yeah. Um, so for me, that was that was deliberate. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, there's countless other you know uh, examples during games. Yeah, I mean, the amount of red cards, as you said, oh. it's the highest. It's the highest in any of the top five European leagues. Yeah. Red cards, he said, which is outstanding, really. Quite a record. He's also um, one of the top scoring defenders. He takes penalties and free kicks for, for Madrid. Yeah. And, you know, he pops up with some valuable goals. I mean, they, they obviously count him as being crucial to them. The yeah. fact that he, he's still there after that sort of disciplinary record. But yeah, yeah. I mean, a massive he, He's one of these ones where when Mourinho was there, I think Mourinho would have really drilled into him, get, get at the other team, you know, yeah, wind yeah, them yeah. up, especially Barcelona. I don't know if it was something he added to his game or not, because when he first broke through, I remember him, the press was still raving about him, all this young Spanish talent coming through, blah, blah, blah. They are really raving about him. Obviously, he was a handsome lad when he had his long locks. Mm. At the same sort of time, Beckham and footballers were getting the superstar sort of. Yeah. So, and they, they really raved about him. I watched him a few times. I just thought, no, there's nothing about him. He's playing at right back. I just thought, looked very average, very slow, blah, blah. It was like he's something he added something to his game that last minute. So I don't, I never saw it early on, but maybe that's 
just kind of I think it's when he moved when he moved in, into sort of centre half, and yeah. he kind of grew into that confidence because mm. I think when he got the move from Seville to to Real Madrid, you say he was playing right back. Yeah, but you're you're right. He he kind of in, uh, is is such the master of the dark arts, like mm. at, at a world stage where everything is under the microscope. To not kind of either care or see how much he can, you know, push the boundaries. Mm. It's you've got to sort of tip your hat to him, really. Yeah, but... yeah, you have. Yeah. You have. If you if you look at players that who see the game as as see that as part of the game, like Suarez. I know we're going to talk about him in a minute because I think we all got him. He sees that's part of the game for him, isn't it? Yeah. You win by by all, at all costs. You win, and that that is part of the game. Whereas yeah. we. We're of our sort of culture of football. We don't like cheaters, do we? Oh, blah, blah, blah. we don't like yeah. drivers. Oh, blah, blah, blah. But that is part. Yeah, that that yeah. is part of the game for them. That is yeah. that is all in it. Whereas we're, we're finding it difficult to get our heads around, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Ramos, he's been around a long time. I think he might have even played in Euro two thousand four. Oh, really? I mean, the World yeah, I think he did. Six. He's been around a long time. Um, yeah, he must have. Yeah, they they just add things to their game, don't they? Next one. He's always one I think would, would work in the Premiership. Though. That's my point, actually. That's what I was going to say, is that I would love to have him at Arsenal. I think yeah. that he would, he would improve our... I think that's where Arsenal tried to do that with getting David Luiz from um, yeah, yeah, Chelsea. Yeah. But David Luiz is a bit more of a clown. He's a bit of a caricature. Yeah. He's, he's the cartoon version of Sergio Ramos. Yeah, I think you're right. You know, yeah. Whereas Ramos is just cutthroat. Yeah, I think you're right. I think, yeah, I think he's a modern day Tony Adams footballer in the way he tries to play strong and strong in the air. Um, I, I quite like him as a footballer, but he's, he is a proper ass. Yeah, massive. Speaking of, and, and you, the words keep on popping up the master of the dark arts, um, Luis Suarez, win at all costs. I mean, when he first popped into the scene, I think when everyone really took notice of him was when he uh, stopped a, a goal for Ghana in the World Cup. Oh, yeah, that's penalty. and then you're che- he's watching him cheering in the tunnel. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah. Uh, I mean, he's he's in a constant state of um, hangry. Yeah. Sort of hungry yeah. and angry. To bite someone. Just, what possesses you to bite someone on a football pitch? You know, I mean, not just once. Again, Clayton trimmed the teeth on him. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah, he's got some nastiers, hasn't he? God, yeah. yeah. He's, yeah. Um, but yeah, he's strange. Isn't it? I say it's not just once. It wasn't just once he's been called by him. It's a few times, isn't it? Yeah. Three or four, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, I, th- I think when he joined Liverpool, he was on a ban already for biting someone in Holland. So he yep. was just coming to the end of like a, a, a free game ban for that. And then obviously he did it for Liverpool. He did it for Uruguay. Yeah. Wow, guy. You know, like learn your lesson. Because mm. um, did, did he do it against um, who's the the big right back for Chelsea? Is that, uh, Ivanovic? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember seeing it at the time. It was shocking. You kind of think, yeah. has he considered him? Yeah. And even he, and obviously all the stuff with Evra. The whole handshake yeah. thing became a bit of a charade, didn't it? He's a proper, but as you say, he's literally win at all costs, isn't he? That for him, that's part of the game. He doesn't care, yeah. that's part of the game. which makes. I it, think it's that, and that's yeah. kind of South American. As you say, their, their culture, everything. You know, if you go back into like the World Cup with 
Argentina 66. All of that, that kind of South American kind of thing, which was to, to cheat. That's why Alf Ramsey wouldn't let the England players at the time mm. swap the shirts. It was, it, you know, that, they, that is drilled into them, isn't it? That sort of dark arts. It, it's, it's funny. It, that's, that's exactly spot on, Dan. I mean, when I was thinking of, of this podcast, I, I mean, I haven't added any Argentinians, but I think that you could literally, on a on a map of Argentina, write Argentina and underneath it just houses. Yeah, because they're all like that. And don't get me wrong, fantastic players. I mean, Luis Suarez is genuinely one of the very very best players in the world. But yeah. my God, yeah. you know, he will stop at nothing, even biting people to yeah. to, to win. It's incredible. It's incredible. A, a true sh**. Well, there, there was a when he was at Liverpool, there was a game against Norwich. So obviously, you know, he scored a lot of goals against Norwich. I think a couple of hat tricks. But there was yeah. one occasion where someone had made a fairly strong challenge on him, and he was rolling around on the floor. The ball goes backwards and then forwards again. So he jumps up and runs into the box and uh, scores. Yeah. You know, the, the ball comes in from the left wing. He was two, like 13, well, 15 seconds earlier, he's rolling around on the floor like he's broken his leg. Yeah. Um, to me, that's, you know, that's the epitome of yeah. Didn't he also, when he scored against, Ever- scored against Everton, dive in front of Moyes? <laughs> he did. <laughs> Literally in front of the dugout. David Moyes, to his credit, he just looked at him. You know, he had his hands like folded in front of him. Suarez yeah. came and just dived in front of him. And all he did was just look at him. You know, he didn't shake his head or anything, just stared at him. I thought, wow, all right, fair enough, fair enough. David. <laughs> on, on a personal level, it makes the enjoyment of uh, Chris Ball even more. Oh, yes, oh, mate. I was going to say that. Have, yeah. having, him, having him crying at Sellers, yeah. it just, just makes yeah. it all the more likeable, do you know what I mean? Yeah. And, um, agree. But, yeah, so I had to throw that in there just because um, we spoiled their chances. And yeah. Then, yeah, it was brilliant. Yeah, that's right. Seller, so, uh, yeah, that's right. Well, if you think that, I think the whole Crystal Palace team would be on a Liverpool fan's shittery <laughs> for ruining <laughs> Gerard's last game. You know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, even even the the crying at Sellers part from Suarez. You know, he made it about himself. Yeah. yeah. That's a bit bit. Let's move on from Luis Suarez. So. Uh, we've covered quite a few, actually, because we've got a lot of the same players. Danny's got Joey Barton next, but we'll leave Joey Barton until the end because he's, he's a name that has cropped up uh, a lot across a, a few of these names already. So let's talk about Craig Bellamy. Well, d- Matt, do you want to go with Bellamy? <laughs> well, I think, I think Craig Bellamy is one of these players that, oh, just constantly whinging, isn't he? You just, oh. you just any, anything that happens is in the referee's face. You know, referee's going to start a game, every game when he's playing, just thinking, oh, I'm going to play Bellamy, yeah. scream on me. I read, read someone, uh, someone, described, someone described him as the violent hunchback. <laughs> 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 uh, that did tickle me. But like, he, he never stayed at a club for more than two seasons. It just shows you, probably disliked by his own teammates as well. It's just he, at Newcastle he, he refused to play on the right wing on Soonish. I don't even remember all that blew up. Yeah. Soonish dropped him and just he's just unlikable everywhere, isn't he? He's just he's not he's not pantomime baddie, he's not sly, he's not 
a master of the dark arts. He's not anything. He's just a whinging, horrible little shit bag. He does demand professionalism. And I do think he's a really good player. I thought he was, I think he was a really good player. Yeah, um, yeah he, was, he was tidy in spells. I mean, he's very fast, wasn't he? He used that yeah. to his, to his skill set. But, but it's just, oh, oh he, just, He's, yes. he's, he's a hothead he whinges a lot but there's there's a few things that made me put him on the list one of them uh, uh, so the Sunez thing I think they, they basically anything that anyone does to Sunez he deserves but I think yeah. Bellamy contributed quite a bit to um, Bobby Robson getting the sack and yep. there was uh, there was a Champions League game and it might have even been Matarazzi where um, Newcastle played Inter and I think you know, Matarazzi sort of like pulled his hair or something, or pulled him back. So, so Bellamy turned around, punched him, and got himself sent off. And uh, probably Robson was spitting feathers about it. But there was also, and probably more notorious, was the when he was at Liverpool, the golf club incident with John, oh, yeah. where they were in. There was a. I think they were they were on an away game, and they were in a hotel for some reason. Reza and um, and Bellamy fell out, had, had some words. You know, they got split up. But obviously Didn't he Pat- try to make him sing karaoke, I think? Oh, that's that it, was- yeah, yeah. So Reza tried to make Bellamy sing karaoke. No, no, Bellamy tried to make him. Yeah, Bellamy was saying, you need to sing. And he was going, no, <laughs> no, I don't want to. And he just kept on and on and on. And he, he snapped. And then obviously when Reza was asleep, Bellamy... <laughs> Smashed him with. No, you say obviously it's not like something that a normal person would do. Well, no, 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 no. But, he but broke into Benham, Reece's... Yeah, he broke into Reese's hotel room and with a golf club and started hitting him with it in the middle of yeah. the episode. I don't remember that. Did he get nicked? Yeah, yeah remember he scored the goal and he celebrated with a golf swing. Yeah. Okay, well, he's Anna, ironically. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's just. Yeah, just. Just very, very dislikable. Yeah, very dislikable. But again, if I think if he played for your team, oh, I don't know, Danny. Lovely. I think because I, I, I like, like I love Zaha, but I can definitely see why he's disliked by other teams. Yeah, do you know what I mean? And I think if even though I had Craig Berry, I wouldn't like him. I'd be like, yeah, he's a good player, but I wouldn't, wouldn't like him. Yeah. Oh, see, I don't know if it says a lot about me, but I, I get it. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it does say a bit about you, Dan. Yeah, I know. Okay, I mean, he's a good player. But I think he, he brings a bit of baggage. You know, there's, there's, I mean, you said it yourself, you know, he, he, he doesn't stay at a club for more than two years. You know, West Ham, uh, huh. where did he play? Newcastle, West Ham, Liverpool twice. Coventry. Yeah. Norwich, wasn't yeah. Yeah, yeah, Norwich, he started, didn't he? But then he had the whole thing with Shearer about texting him and calling him Mary Poppins. <laughs> <laughs> Too hot-headed. You know, he doesn't feel... Yeah. That, that, that was his problem. Um, so let's yeah, move... no respect. He had no respect, did he, for anything? No. <laughs> no. But then he does... The weird thing is, like, out of football, he, he, I think he, he he's owned some, like, orphanages or he set up... Yes. Some some in Sierra Leone. So he's oh really? He's done, yeah, he's done like massive things outside of football. Oh, fair so play then. Obviously, fair he play. does have a bit of a, a good yeah, heart. Fair, fair play then. Well, yeah. I think that but, was um, one of the things he because he finished up at Cardiff, didn't he? And yeah. I think Cardiff got relegated, and they wanted to let him go. They wanted just to part ways on mutual agreement. 
But he said, no, you know, I'm paying for all my, all my orphanages. Um, so I want my, my wages. So either you pay me up or I carry on playing, you know, like, I think he was taking home something like 80 grand a week or he was, get, he was on 80 grand a week at Cardiff. So, yeah, um, he tends to leave a bit of taste in people's mouths. I think he does quite a bit outside of football. So, uh, fair enough. Yeah, mm. uh, moving back up the uh, chart, then uh, he's still um, on number two for me. But yeah. <laughs> we're coming up to our top three. But we're gonna. I think our top threes are fairly similar uh, across the board. But Danny, you've got Sinisa Mihailovic. Yeah, he's. I think I don't. Is he? What is he? He's Serbian. Uh, yeah, I think he's Serbian. He was um, Yugoslav. He did play for Yugoslavia. Yeah. Red Star Belgrade, yep. and then he moved to Italy, I think. Yeah, he is a, a kind of a llama slash camel, known for spitting um, oh, quite a bit. Vile. Um, I mean, he's kind of, yeah, it, it was just, again, like that master of dark arts, a good player, took free kicks, was almost like on par in, in Italian football at the time with like Pirlo, where he was just brilliant set piece, yeah. like specialist. But yeah, if it wasn't spitting, it was, you know, things like um, racial abuse. Yeah. It was always to sort of try and gain an edge. Where again, that kind of Balkan kind of thing, which is something which is kind of almost second nature to them mm-hmm. to a certain degree. Where you know, again, it, it like that sort of South uh, South American thing with a bit of the the dark arts. That kind of thing at the time was was like that. You know, he was best mates with a war criminal. Um, <laughs> it, it, it's He's got sort of like a, a politically sort of ch- charged stuff. He's got you know far right tattoos and salutes and things like that. Yeah, just not a particularly nice bloke. He, um, he was really in with the Lazio ultras, wasn't he? That's right. Who were, who were notoriously fascist. Um, yeah. Yeah. Oh, he. This. This guy's more sinister, isn't he? Um, yeah, but but on at the time, I remember you know he just the fact he was just horrible, just a horrible, horrible house bloke. Yeah. You know, just the the gobbin alone for me is yeah. is enough to put him you know in in the top ten. But mm. and to try and give it a bit of an international flavour, I've I've had to go for him. And um, <laughs> yeah, it's always one that's stuck in my mind. Yeah. International flavour of gob. No. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Um, the yeah. Uh, thank you, thank you, Matthew. So, yeah, I fully agree. Uh, not a very pleasant guy. Um, we're moving into the, the 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 top echelons now. So, let me just let me let me just recap um, the top three from each of us here. So, um, Danny, you've got El Hadjouf, Craig Bellamy, and Luis Suarez. Yep. Matthew, you've got Joey Barton, Diego Costa, and El Hadjouf. Um, I've also got Joey Barton, Diego Costa, and Neil Hedgechuf. So let's talk about the, the common denominator between all three of us in that res- the, fir- the Well, actually, two of them are. Um, let's talk about El Hedgechuf first. Oh, yes, please. Go on. This, this man, <laughs> you start on El this man is, I'm not putting him in for the chrome plated cars, the awful <laughs> wardrobe and clobber. Um, <laughs> he he just oh he is like the worst human being I've 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 ever come across and I haven't even come across him watched him on a TV or a football field you know again you know I, I'm making a Rob but I don't like spitting 
Imagine. I'm going to put this out there. You know, yeah. he was a. I, I'm looking at this, and there was four occasions where he spat at West Ham fans. 2002, 2003, spat at Celtic fans. 2004, spat on an 11-year-old Middlesbrough fan. Oh. 2004, uh, 2004, November, he spat in the face of Arjun Dzu. Um, oh, I remember that. that yeah. Yeah. Oh. Uh, Neil Warnock said he was lower than a sewer rat, which <laughs> I, I think it says it all, um, because he, he taunted Jamie Mackey, who had broken his leg. Yeah. Um, he's, 2012, he spat at Matt Jilks. Didn't he spit at a ball boy as well? Yeah, yeah, an him? 11-year-old Middlesbrough ball boy or fan or whatever it was. But yeah, just... It's horrendous. Yeah, he's yeah. horrendous. He'd like to call himself Mr. Senegal, doesn't he? He's like the, like he's some uh, national hero. He is horrendous. As you say, he's so vulgar with his mm. gold and silver cars. Yeah. And recently, he said he was the best African player of all time. When you've got players like George Weir, Yaya Torre, mm. um, Drogba, all of those players, and he's got himself as number one. <laughs> like, he's deluded. But complete, complete shithouse. Yeah. I mean... I think Liverpool signed him for big money, didn't they, after the yeah. 2002 World Cup? And he was a very good player, but he fell out with everyone, didn't he? I mean, yeah, uh, yeah, it's quite famous falling out with Gerard, isn't he? Yeah, they, they, yeah. Uh, Ger- Gerard and, and Carragher weren't they? There was, yeah. I, I, I'm not too sure the details of it, but they both wrote in their books about him. And, uh, oh, really? Called them. He called them names afterwards. Yeah, um, but the spitting. I mean. You know, on the pitch, was he was he the type of player to cheat and dive? I think he was. Yeah, yeah, he's horrible. Yeah. I remember yeah. Bolton and diving a lot, didn't he? Because Bolton, obviously, at the time, were playing. They were known for their physical long ball game, anyway, and he he just added to that horribleness yeah. by diving all over the place, didn't he? He was yeah. quite a talented footballer, to be fair, but just uh, I think when he. I, I don't know whether he was, you know, obviously he was, but he never really, he never, for me, he never yeah. put it about. He never really gave any real effort. No, that I could... no, 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 no. I hate it. He had a decent think... World Cup, wasn't it? Was that the World yeah. Cup in Japan? Yeah. Yeah, he had a decent World Cup. Who was the other guy that went to Liverpool as well from the World Cup? Oh, the, the big, oh, what was his name? Midfielder. Um, yeah, Cite. No, it wasn't Cite. Cite, I think. Um, he had like sort of dreads. Another Senegal international that went went there at the same time. Yeah, I'm sure. Right. I'm sure it was Cisse. I'm not sure. Yeah. Anyway, sure. One for checking on. Yeah, we'll but, check. um, yeah. They both had they both had great tournaments, didn't they? And then they yeah. got picked up straight away. I think. Um, but yeah, oh, has Oh, if he's if he's not number one, he's got to be number two on the list. And Louis Cisse. Oh, Ali Cisse, he played for Birmingham, didn't he? Yeah. 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 Well, Robbie Savage. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, El Hedge, I think he ended up, at, he played in Scotland, didn't he, uh, Rangers? So, yep. you know, yeah. Him and Scott Brown have had a couple of run-ins, haven't they? Yeah, he's exactly the type of character you want in that old firm atmosphere. <laughs> you know, when you need everyone to keep their heads, he's spitting at Celtic fans. and Yeah. yeah. Far, far I did see a little thing where he, he snatched a ball off. Do you remember Neil Miller? Neil Miller, rather. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he was a, a young sort of 20 year old, like obviously he seemed like a real confident boy, like, you know, needed a bit of confidence. He was only 20, local lad, and he was the designated penalty taker. And Juve snatched the ball off him and took the penalty himself. And I, I 
now, I pray to God he missed it, but he did score, to be fair. But just, just shit house. That just, yeah, yeah. yeah. horrible, yeah. horrible. Yeah, yeah. He's got to be in the up the top. He's, yeah, <laughs> I mean, thoroughly yeah. unlikable. Yeah, completely. Um, Diego Costa. Wow, he is brilliant. And I know we've, I know it's cliched. It's cliched with the dark arts, but he is brilliant at the dark arts. Yeah, yeah. Um, I say massively unlikable, isn't he? You know, like he dropped Brazil for Spain and stuff. Didn't I was going to say like, that. No. <laughs> but, um, but, but as a as a footballer, he was he's brilliant. And like obviously, because he's sixty four years old, um, <laughs> he's like, been around. <laughs> yeah, um, but he, um, yeah. Something about him is just so unlikable. But also, he's very talented as well, isn't he? He's obviously a very good footballer. Um, think... Obviously, he's, he's just a little bit behind Damien Delaney because he kept him quiet for um, a couple of big, impressive performances, just to just to throw that in there from a yeah, personal yeah, yeah, point yeah. of view again. Um, but yeah, he, he's a master at, uh, at dark arts, using that cliche term again, mm. but he's, he is that. He is one of these players. He is the... If you were to... You know, put a picture of someone in the in the dictionary about if he played for your team, you would love him. He's that he's that player because when he was at Chelsea, I mean, as an Arsenal fan, you know, he used to terrorise us. He used to bully our defenders, and then he he'd end up getting someone sent off. I mean, I remember going to see him play um, at Arsenal and him getting Mertesacker sent off. You know, bearing yeah. in mind Mertesacker's got the turning circle of an oil tanker, he's so slow <laughs> that he deliberately. Diego Costa had to slow down to let Mertesacker <laughs> tackle him from behind. It was, you know, it was that calculated. But you know, when you got Gabriel sent off for stamping on him, you know, yeah. and Matt, as you said, you know, he ditched his own country to to play for Spain. So he'd already played for Brazil in a friendly, yeah. and it's not like Brazil weren't going to pick him again. They no, were. It's not, like, it's not like Brazil were a small, a small. Uh, yeah country as well for the football. It's not like Tony DiRigo choosing England over Australia. You know, it's, uh, you know, <laughs> Brazil. But, um, yeah, just a, I mean, he's Simeone's man, isn't he? He's a yeah. Simeone man. He's definitely in that mold, isn't he? They, you uh, can see yeah. he's learned from well. um, he oh, As a manager, oh. as a manager, if you need a player to, to go and wind up the opposition, he's perfect for it, isn't he? He just does it so well. And he's just got a face that you you want to attack as an opposition you player. Punch, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's why he's so good at getting other players sent off. He's yeah. done it loads, hasn't he? Yeah. It's something he's renowned for is getting other players sent off um, just by winding up. And he's, he can put it about as well, can't he? Yeah. He's a physical, physical bloke. Yeah, um, good player. Very good player. But uh, I saw a, um, I think it might have been an Instagram video that he posted and he's got a brother who looks exactly like him. I don't know where he's oh, older. Oh, that's what he does. Yes, yes, yes. And uh, his brother was asleep, so uh, Diego sneaked into his room and had a, a pack of firecrackers, I don't know what you'd call them, you know, like where you light one and they all start bang, bang, bang. So he mm. lit them and threw them on his brother, who's asleep. And these firecrackers are popping like anything. There's smoke everywhere. His brother's all over the place, like, obviously, you know, <laughs> crapping himself. But, uh, yeah, nice, nice guy. <laughs> so... Diego Costa. That brings us to, I think, the number one with a bullet for many, many, many people. Now, is he a pantomime villain? Is he a master of the dark arts? 
is he just a horrible scumbag of being? Um, it is, of course, Joseph Barton, the current manager of Fleetwood. I think he manages the same way that he played. I'm sure last season he got arrested or the police spoke to him because he punched another manager in the train changing rooms after a game. Um, but who wants to talk about Jerry Barton? I just want to just want to throw in is think about Jerry Barton that I've always found really interesting. Even as a player, I used to watch him think, what what's going on in his mind? There is something very very interesting about him. He's something a psychologist would be able to pick up on these things. He's not sneaky. He's not sneaky. There's no psychology as well. There's no dark arts. There's no nothing about it. He's just downright horrid. I think he went and did something. He went and did like a, a GCSE bite-sized psychology degree or psychology course uh, as part of one of his rehab for anger management sessions. Oh, really? <laughs> um, he became very philosophical for a short amount of time. Yeah, he did, yeah. yeah. Yeah, he got above his station. Yeah, you're right. He'd read, he'd read a couple of health self help books, didn't he? He, um, he? he likes the Smiths as well, from what I've heard. So uh, he what? He's a bit of a Morrissey fan, from oh, what yeah. I've heard. So, uh, yeah, I've heard that. Yeah. I mean, looking at some of his um, misdemeanors over the years. So there was the incident where he, uh, I think, at Manchester City Christmas party, he stubbed. A cigar out in one of the, um, the youth pictures, yeah. um, he has also been done for common assault uh, during an incident in Liverpool Town Centre, I think in a bar. Um, he might have served time for that. I think he might have served six months, or he sentenced to six months. They probably only served a few, you know a few weeks. Um, and then there was um, the fight that he had in training with one of his own teammates. Uh, Usman Darbo, if I remember correctly, where he, he, I think he fractured his eye socket or something, the guy. So he got in oh, trouble yeah. for that. But he's, you know, again, he's a hothead. Um, but sometimes, I think the difference between him and Bellamy, Bellamy's a hothead and he, and, you know, he does silly things. Whereas Barton is a bit more calculated. I think um, the, the, the one for me was when he got sent off for QPR against Manchester City. You know, match oh, yeah. for the title when they eventually won it with the Aguero last minute. He went out of his way to get people sent off with him, didn't he? He was so desperate trying to get someone sent off. Yeah. Um, he even said it, I think, afterwards. He goes, if I'm going, I'm taking someone with me. Um, yeah. You know, that type of thing just really elevates him to the very top of the <laughs> housery. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. He's, he's, I think out of all those players, he's the one that's probably needs some help. Mm. <laughs> he's the he's one that's good. like, yeah, he, he's got something. Up. I don't know how he's doing as a manager. To be fair, I wouldn't want to play up to him. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he wasn't a bad player. You know, he, he did very well when he went to Newcastle. I think they went down, and he he came back up with them, and he was he was doing well. And then um, I think at QPR, he, you know, he was the main man at QPR. Yeah, yeah, T- tidy. Nothing spectacular, but tidy, like decent. He got his England cap, didn't he? And there's that, right. I don't know if you've heard the story about him and um, Lampard. Like he, uh, Barton was sort of having a go at Lampard and Gerard and, and, and so on. But allegedly Lampard, to avoid having breakfast with him, moved tables. Um, and Barton said something like, um, it's all right, 
I'm not going to nick your breakfast, you fat <laughs> um, which <laughs> I think just sums him up with the fact that he's, you know, he, he's first England cap. You want to be making friends, surely, and, and trying to get in there. And um, and I think, to be fair, he got in the England team on merit. Yeah, yeah, he did. Yeah, I, th- I think I think this is totally yeah, he would have yeah. got a few more caps, wouldn't he? He, he would have done. I think he upset a lot of people because he said. Um, People were clamouring, you know, saying Joe Barton should, should play for England. And then he, yep. he turned around and said, well, you know, what am I going to do? Go to the World Cup, play crap and write a book about it, like the others. Yep. And yeah, I think that upset, yeah, you know, certainly the, the golden generation guys like yeah. Rio, Steven Gerrard, Lampard, those types of guys. Um, I just think he's such a thoroughly unpleasant guy. Yeah. I just don't well, then there was a the whole thing of him um, having the fight on the beach as well. I don't know if you remember that from a couple of years ago. On a stag oh. do in Yuki, or yeah. Although I don't, to be fair to him, I don't think that was him. I think that was people in his group, but apparently it wasn't him. But I'm, oh, I'm I just, thought it was. I thought it was blatantly him. Um, no, I don't, think, I don't think it was. To be fair to him, um, you know. Um, but there's some there's some things here. I mean, even when he went to France, so um, he was he was banned before he went to France. He had a twelve game ban. And that was after the Man City thing. So he went there and he had to wait four months or whatever till he could play for uh, Marseille. Um, but he got another ban. He was given a two-match ban, although it was suspended, for describing Thiago Silva of Prince oh. Man as looking like an overweight ladyboy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did he get a match ban for that? He got, he got a two-match suspended ban. That's ridiculous. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I wouldn't say an overweight lady boy. No, no, um, no. He's looking quite trim, to be fair. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's very good shape. Yes, that's right. But um, apparently he got off. Um, the, the French Football Federation let him off um, because he appeared in a, a BBC Free documentary on homophobia in football. Um, so he did that. Oh, oh, that's a, certainly a watch, I imagine. <laughs> Yeah, geez, he's got he's got some. Uh, I think he got done at some point when he went to Burnley. He went up there, and I think Sean Dyche was quite pleased with him. And um, he, I think he only went there to train, but Dyche was quite impressed with him, so he got him playing again. And then he ended up leaving and going to Rangers, and um, got done for gambling. Was it betting on football matches? Ah, oh, that's right. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah. He did. It's just, it's almost like the guy can't help himself. Yeah, yeah I honestly yeah. think he needs needs help, yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's quite interesting. Do you say he's written a book? I don't think he has. Um, I think he, he, he gave um, Gerard and, and Lampard, those guys, quite a bit of stick for it. He yeah. could make with Ricky Hatton, apparently. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I must be from the Man City days, or... Yeah. Mm. Yeah, but there we go. So that's um, that is our our top ten each of football houses. Um, so I'll, I'll quickly run through who we've got. Um, so um, we've got Scott Brown, Robbie Savage, Dennis Wise, Sergio Ramos, Marco Materazzi, Joey Barton, Sanisa Mihailovic, uh, Luis Suarez, Craig Bellamy, El Hadjouf, Diego Costa, Pepe. Zlatan Ibrahimovic, Sergio Busquets, Dennis Wise, and Robbie Savage. So that should cover everyone. Managers. 
So we've all picked a manager, but Matt, if you would like to tell us about your manager. Um, Simeone, I would have had him as a player. Obviously, there's the, the famous incident with Beckham, wasn't there, where he was really wind up. He had that sort of South American part of the game, didn't he, where he liked to, to wind players up. But as a manager, even now, you see him, he was celebrating a goal that week by grabbing his groin and stuff. He's just a proper, proper, horrible wind up. There's no sort of professionalism as like in the manager's... Uh, um, Dictionary, they all have to stand and be polite to me, but he's just not that. I mean, there are the pantomime badges, aren't there? I did, I really am denied about putting Pardew in just, just because he's so unlikable. Oh, he Pardiola. Um, yeah, Pardiola. But, um, but Diego Simeone, because he could fit in that list as player or manager for me. Yeah. So that's yeah. what. Danny, would you like to tell us about your manager? Um, well, again, I don't know if you're going to beat this out. But I hope not. But um, he's, he's, as I said, his anagram name is Colin, which I think couldn't sum up a man any better. I loved him at, at, at Palace. That's because you um, had him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. And, and not, not that he was the best manager, but, you know, he was always, always honest. And he was, you know, his lads and that sort of stuff. He was, he was very kind of supportive of his, uh, his players. But there's a few, there's, there's loads of stuff that you could put. Neil Colin um, in this for, but I don't know if anyone remembers the Battle of Bramble Lane, where oh. they they had their goalkeeper sent off early, then they went down, they had another player sent off, and eventually I think he'd used up all these subs, or something like that, and he, they were down to eight men, and if you're down to if you get another man or, or if you got yeah, in, seven seven men, eight, eight the game is abandoned. Play with yeah. Exactly. So they were playing West Brom and um, he was telling two of his players to go down injured um, and promptly got the game abandoned. And I don't think you can sum up someone in yeah. terms of history than any yeah. better than that. I'd like, I'd like to think he looks back at that with some embarrassment, really, because apart from he's, cause he is a ass massively, but he's quite a likeable rogue, isn't he? Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, oh, that—that's just slightly embarrassing. At times, is it for me that that stuff? But um, it's, it's, well, and he told Gary Lineker to to fuck off as well. Uh, yeah, yeah, he didn't. It, well, because he knew the camera was still rolling after a match of the day interview, and he he sort of snapped at that as well. Mm. If he's your manager, you'd love him. Yeah. Not the most, you know, in the Premiership, I think he got found out. But as a Championship manager, oh yeah. He was great. Oh yeah, he's got this niche market, isn't he? Like like Allardyce and Pulis, they've got this niche market, haven't they? Where they can just they can wait for a team struggling, go in, save them, take their million pound bonus, and yeah. disappear. He's the championship version of Allardyce, isn't he? Yeah, there, uh, uh, he was manager of Leeds as well. And I'm sorry to oh. sort of walk along, but El had Juff, he had Juff there, didn't he? Yeah, after, yeah. No, after but he I'm, called him lower than a sewer rat. But I'm thinking there was a Chris Kirkland was playing in goal um, for Wednesday and. He got attacked by a Leeds fan, and so it was obviously you know really bad and, and whatnot. But uh, Warnock said that he went down too easily, so he went down too uh, easily. <laughs> yeah, so so for me, you know, like uh, he he's he's got there's no one better. The only possible one, Graham Wesley. I don't know if you know who that is. Um, I've, I've I've heard the name. Is he, um, who's he managed? Don't? He was a Stevenage manager at Preston. I think Notts County, but just a bad egg. Really? Um, I think he went along the lines of saying that um, his own children called him medal winner oh, nice. instead of dad. Nice. Um, <laughs> wow. I think he won some two Bob Cup. 
up one time. But yeah, it, it, but yeah, as I say, without taking up too much more, Neil Warnock for mm. me, he's the manager. Yeah, it's like about Neil Warnock way he gets his teams playing. I'm just thinking, like obviously we we've, we've been fortunate enough to have him twice at Palace, but um, but with the old they had Sean Derry and Clint Hill, didn't he? And every team he had, he had a sort of player like that, and yeah, they would always be in the refs' faces. Any decision yep. to be made at any stage, he would have one of his players in the ref's face, and that was part of the game for him, wasn't it? It was a it's constant, yeah, constant, yeah, yeah, exactly that. Constantly getting the ref questioning their own decisions. That was part of but the game. I think at the time we were probably one of the most unpopular teams in the country when you had Neil Warnock and Simon Jordan as the chairman. Yeah. <laughs> I mean that that takes some heat in them too. Yeah, it does it? Does that's an unlikable combination? Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, my my manager, I mean, Jose Mourinho, I mean, he's, oh, you know, some of the stuff that he does, the, the, the mind games, the comments that he makes, you know, for him to call himself the special one. Uh, I know he was kind of led into saying that, but, you know, the, the running down the touchline, sliding on his knees, um, you know, I think at one point when he was Real Madrid manager, there was a touchline scuffle and he poked one of the, Barcelona coaches in the eye and ran off. I mean, that's something to up. You know, the fact that he, he he was the one that got the best out of Diego Costa. You know, yeah. it was like his on-field general. Um, you know, he is literally a win-at-all-cost guy. But yeah. it's funny that all these players and the managers, most of them are serial winners. You know, you look at your, your Jose, your Simeone, you know, even Warnock to a degree. I mean, Danny, you, you summed it up. In the fact that he will get you out of that championship, he he's a serial promotion guy, so he knows how to to win at all costs. You look mm-hmm. at some of these players that have won World Cups and Champions Leagues; they're serial winners. They will win at all costs. Maybe that's what English players are, are missing. Dare I say it? You know, yeah, if, if, right. you know the Manchester United teams that of the nineties and the early noughties. You know, when things weren't going their way, they they would resort to gamesmanship. Barking yep. surrounding referees. It, it's having one of one or two of them in the spine of a team, mm. just just to keep everyone yeah. in it and and switched on. I, I, there's yeah. something to it, definitely. I think you again hit the nail on the head with, with that. It's there's definitely something to that. You know, you look at Marie, every team Mourinho has. You look at his his great Chelsea teams. John Terry. I mean, he could have easily made this list. Yeah, yeah, Ashley Cole. Ashley Cole. But that spine of, of John Terry and then whoever in the midfield, you know, it could have been um, uh, Frank. I'll give Frank. Frank's a likeable guy. Frank Lampard's a likeable guy. Um, but then he's had other people that are just destroyers. You know, mm-hmm. people like, um, you, you know, Kante is, you know, again, he's likeable, but he's a destroyer. He's there to stop people from yeah. And then Drogba or Costa up top. Yeah. And he was in Italy, you know, Matarazzi. Oh, you know that that team was just completely set up to stop other teams from playing. Yeah. Even at Real Madrid, you know the the Galacticos that he had, <laughs> and he would play like horrendously negative formations. But he's a serial winner. Yeah, um, yeah, you're right. Yeah, he 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 deserves he deserves a place in that definitely. Yeah, I mean, I think we should give some honorable honorable mentions to some people that didn't make our our ten each. Um, Oliver Kahn. Oh, Oliver Kahn. Uh, yes. Deli Alley. Um, Ryan Shawcross is one of mine. Oh, you know, uh, as, you know, that's my Arsenal side coming out. 
But yeah, uh, you know, oh. I've got I've, I've got three or four very very unlikable players that I could waffle on for hours about, but I won't. But Sammy Nasri, yeah, everyone hates him. You know, Arsenal fans hate him. City fans hate him. Yeah, universally unpopular. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bayor, Crystal Palace is Adibayor. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you could have him. Yeah, Lee Bowyer. Oh yeah. Oh, yeah. the icing on the cake, Lewis Dunk. Oh. <laughs> do, do you know Bowyer? Bowyer could have made the list. Um, yeah. Yeah. Again, a little ratty. You know, I don't want to give him too much credit, but he was a ratty little player, wasn't he? Oh yeah. Um, I, I think. You know, the, the Messi and Ronaldo, you know, houses to a degree. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 let's, yeah. Let's not forget what Ronaldo did to Rooney at the World Cup. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. With a wink as well. Yeah, you know, that, he got him sent off. You know, he wound yeah. him up so much, you know, and, and don't forget, you know, there was talk of how are they going to play together. You know, Alex Ferguson, to his credit, I mean, he must have got them together and knocked their heads together when they got back because they then turned into part of the most lethal strike force in yeah. Europe. But then, you know, there's players like uh, Jens Lehmann, who, you know, completely out of power, and, and he was our, our goalkeeper in the Invincible season. Yeah. You know, some of those are uh, comical, where he was... I've got a couple on there. I've got sort of Lee Catamol. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he was dirty, though. Is he more dirty? Yeah. Uh, he was dirty, but just, again, he was... I, I think he was a bit of a shithouse, but um, there, there's him, there's... Bilic as a player. Yeah. The Mania Bilic? No, um, Slavan. Oh, Sla- oh, Bilic, sorry. Bilic, Bilic oh, yeah. 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 Um, Gabriel Heinzer. Yeah, yeah, Argentina. Yeah, again, yeah, Argentina. Um, We've not mentioned Maradona just because he was no. so good. But yeah. he's... Oh, God, yeah, he's got to be. Yeah. He's got to be. But the uh, uh, other one, before we go back to Maradona, because you can't not avoid that, but Alex Ray. Yeah, I, I'm not going to lie to you. I know he played for Millwall. He played for Southampton, uh, for Sunderland. Sorry, yeah. I don't really know too much about him. In, in... Oh, Wolves, um, yeah, Rangers. Yeah, it's a bit. He's a quite like um, Scott Brown-esque in the way, really. Yeah, he, just he was. Yeah, he's um, just a bit of a giver and a taker. Um, yeah, not very likable player. Yeah, but um, yeah, you, you, as I say, whoever mentioned Maradona. Like, how have we not talked about yeah. like, He's got his own um, category, mate. He's a... Yeah. Uh, I mean, the, the hand of God. Jeez. We're talking yeah, about... Let's, let's, five years let's, not, let's not talk about that. Let's yeah. just forget about it. Yeah. Well, it was the, the, the Russian World Cup. Did you see his... Um, the glass screening of um, where he was sitting? With the <laughs> powder that was on there. Oh, was <laughs> yeah. yeah. I think people were throwing, like, cocaine at him. I'm sure they were. He was just, like, covered in it. Oh, um, I thought he was just hot. I thought it was talc, but um, <laughs> <laughs> he just come out of the shower after a workout. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, I mean, you know, the list is, is endless. I mean, you know, as we said at the beginning of this uh, this podcast, this is tr- just opinion, our own opinion. Um, it's all um, subjective from our side, but there are many, 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 many people that you could add. I mean, I'm sure there'll be some people that would add the whole of the Arsenal Invincible team. You know, you have to have a certain arrogance. It makes you unpopular with some people, makes you more popular with others. Um, you know, some of the, even, you know, Eric Cantona, incredibly self-confident. Oh, yeah. How have we not mentioned yeah. Cantona? <laughs> Arrogant and uh, but great ability. But there's yeah. not, um, but no, that's, that's, uh, it's been a good discussion, guys. I certainly appreciate your time. Um, and we will have to get together soon to talk about another topic. 
Yeah. But I hope you're all staying safe, everyone that's listening uh, as well. And hopefully there'll be some proper football on soon. Um, I had the misfortune of watching a German game and uh, put me to sleep. I <laughs> fantastic. I think it was even Der, der Klassiker um, between yeah, Dortmund and Bayern Munich. And I'm sorry, it's not English football. You know, it's, it's faster than Italian football. It's more technical than English football, but that doesn't appeal to me. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, I do think the crowd has something to do with it. Just seeing seeing the games, it's just so flat, isn't it? It's... Yeah, I think you're right. It is bizarre, isn't it? They're all just slightly slightly unfit. Obviously, not match fit, which is you can you can imagine why. Yeah. But um, but yeah, the crowd is a massive thing for me. Um, well, we we play at the Emirates Stadium, so it doesn't you know crowd or not. Do they do they put sex dolls in the uh, stands as well? There, sometimes we did have the Muriel. Do you remember? And uh, yeah, we had the big Muriel and they pump sounds in. Brilliant. Nice. Yeah. Um, but guys, listen. Thank you for your time. Uh, we must do this again soon. Cheers, mate. Nice one, mate.